Hey everybody and welcome to What's Up With That Bro, the podcast where we're watching the show Lost backwards from the last episode to the first episode with Chad and he's never seen Lost before. Except I would just watch like a whole season of it uh, for the previous season of the podcast. Yeah. Would it be a season? I'm, I'm going to count seasons of the podcast by entire shows. Okay, so the first uh, one-sixth of a season of the podcast? Yeah. Uh, however is... many episodes you've done. <laughs> so yeah. for every episode of this of this show, our podcast, you've watched one episode of Lost. Yes. That's great. Oh, are we introducing already? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. I'm here as well. I'm AJ, another person that's interested in Lost alongside <laughs> David, and I've seen it. I've seen... Most of it. AJ, AJ is, uh, he's the guy that loves Lost. I'm the guy that's never seen Lost. And David is the guy that's had the idea for this podcast. Well, there you go. Now our roles are defined. For you, our podcast listener, mm-hmm. our... We couldn't do this without David. No. We could not do this with any of us. Yeah, we all serve a very specific role. And that's what it says on our t-shirts, that Chad's never seen Lost. AJ mm-hmm. loves Lost. Yeah. David yeah. came up with the idea for the podcast. So if you ever see the three of us and you want to figure out which one's which... You'll know by what it says on our shirts. Yeah, it might be a little faded because I think we just throw those on with Sharpie, right? Yeah, and we wear them every day. Yeah, pretty much. It's faded and a lot of pit stains. Mm -hmm. Don't judge us. We're just men. Yeah, we're just trying to entertain you with this little podcast. If you bought us other shirts, then maybe we would be able to change or wash them. Is this a cry for shirts? Maybe. Or is this just a cry for guys that enjoy wearing sharpie shirts that have pit stains yeah are we trying to make you feel guilty for not buying us new t-shirts maybe yeah you answer that for yourself (laughs) and uh if the answer is not yes then we have to ask you why were you born with no feelings (laughs) yeah why were you born with a heart of stone is what we're basically asking you and and a wallet full of t-shirt money (laughs) come on like you know you have so much disposable income that you could be blowing on anything but to be honest with you, buying shirts for this podcast and its members should be paramount. If not, what are you even doing? Yeah, because I know other podcasts, they try to get you to buy their shirts. We want you to buy us, us shirts. Yeah. And I don't think it's an unreasonable request. I don't do you think guys? So. Right? Look, mm-hmm. look at that. I've had a lot of people give me shirts before. Yeah. Family it's not that hard, members, listener. Friends. Yeah. Don't you want to be a friend and family of the show? Come on, be a friend of the podcast. Get us some shirts. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we'll take any shirts. Like, I'm with Stupid. Um, I, I don't even t-shirt. really need to fit them well. And also, we have a range of sizes here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can send any size and one of us will fit in. Oh, yeah. Do you fit a small? Uh, I fit in a big small. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can send me a small if you want. <laughs> if you send me a small size t-shirt, so I we'll will wear pictures. it. We'll take and pictures. And we will post it on the, yeah. uh, on the Twitter account. So, balls in your court, people. The balls in your court and our balls uh, just watched the season finale, the second part of the season finale yeah. of episode, uh, no, the second part of the season finale of season five. five yes, so it's uh, episode 17 of season five. And according to Wikipedia, Jack Shepard plans to change the future and his plan is met with resistance from others while Locke assigns Linus, Benjamin Linus, a difficult task. And this episode features the first appearance of the mysterious leader of the others, Jacob. Really? This is the first time that he showed up? Yep, so it's the last time you'll ever see him. Jesus. <laughs> so there's no more Jacob after this. Yeah. No more monkey face. <laughs> <laughs> no more monkeys jumping within a just a leftover foot of what could have been a giant oversized 
statue. Yeah, so Jacob lives under the statue that we saw later on get destroyed by the black rock. And so all that's left is a foot. And you go inside the room, and there's a big skylight hole in the in the ceiling so you can see the foot. But, like, in order to get in there, you have to, like, push open a big stone door and, like, it's like a secret passageway. Or you can just climb on top because it's only, like, seven <laughs> feet tall. And there's a big hole right above the main room. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Nobody thought this hideout pretty well or jacob didn't think of this hideout pretty well right i mean if you can just you can get into the skylight I but think we don't see anyone get into the skylight so do we even know if the skylight is in the same dimension as the Ooh. other side oh that's a good that's a good i like that i like or the, the same time period i wonder like that that is a very good question uh, plus, you like, what is a statue where it's hollowed out enough where you can kind of see out? I mean, out? I mean well, it's hollowed out enough where, like, there's a dude in there making tapestries yeah. or whatever. So, mm-hmm. Well, it's just the base of the statue, like, the pedestal under one foot. So, that could be hollow, I guess. Yeah, yeah the, the other foot was the load-bearing foot. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's got to be true, like, when they built that statue. You know, like, this is the room. Like, that was somebody's cribs back in ancient <laughs> times. Like, I'm going to make a big-ass statue. I'm going to live in its foot. And, uh, you know, that's how we're going to do it. So, the statue, uh, we only get to see the foot. But, like you said, later we got to see the whole statue. Mm. And it was destroyed by the Black Rock. Except that Sun thinks Ben saw the statue when there is more of it. <laughs> yeah, and he's been on the island for 35 years, we've learned. Yeah, they they specifically mentioned that he's been there for 35 years, which makes me kind of like, huh, is that with or without time travel? Mm. Is he just one of those guys that they found on the island in the first season? And they're like, oh, shit, I thought the only things that were here was smoke and a polar bear. Yeah, like he was just living out in the woods or in mm-hmm. the jungle. Yeah, like he had a whole Tarzan thing going on or maybe not. Mm-hmm. Or he had his own statue he lived under. <laughs> I think what we're learning is that... Each... Wait, no. Uh, didn't he have the monster room? Oh, that's right. He had a monster room. Yeah, uh, he had a house yeah. there in the... Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's totally correct. We, in the beginning of the episode, one of, one of the things that kind of catches me is we see Jack talk to Jacob for the first time, maybe, mm. and gets in Apollo, an Apollo bar. Yeah. And then we kind of see... Uh, we've spoken about it before, but we kind of see like um, Jacob's interaction with all these people that were on the island it does involve a manner of touching right where he's handing off the apollo bar there's yep. like a human contact between that and we see that later on or, the or when he uh puts his hand on Locke's shoulder after <laughs> Locke falls out a window and dies like Locke was dead in yeah that time, right? he put the life back into him through his touch yeah yeah speaking I forgot of that dead one. lock <laughs> uh we also see the reveal of Locke's body and letting everyone know that the person that they thought was Locke isn't Locke, which makes me very curious Hmm. as to when Smoke Monster becomes Locke. Right. Like, when did the plane go to the island with dead Locke's body? And also, was was he dead before that? Hmm. Like, is he the Smoke Monster as soon as Jacob touches him in the flashback? Oh. Oh. What if that were true? What if he were the smoke monster at that point? No, that's 100% not true because uh, the body that we see with the glass in the face doesn't look anything like the the body that they dump out of the coffin. Yeah, yeah, because when he falls out of that window, he's a much younger man because he's got hair Mm -hmm. and and glass in his face. That that was actually uh, 
very convincing, much younger man makeup. Mm. Like way more than the CGIing <laughs> in uh, that first Wolverine movie, Wolverine Origin, where they sort of airbrush Patrick Stewart to make him look younger. Is and that what they all did? it does is just make him glow. <laughs> they did something with that um, on the first season of Westworld too. There's a scene where there's um, there's a young um ed harris no uh damn why is his name slipping my mind he's uh he's been knighted anthony hopkins yes yeah so there's like actually like a cgi anthony hopkins Mm. in that that looks crazy young but like the uncanny valley is still there because he doesn't like you know you could tell that's not you know of course you can but i don't know i don't know if they're ever going to bridge that like that whole uncanny valley thing when it comes to like realistic facial whatever i think they will i think they have kind of yeah like in Japan. How's that? I think I think it was like not moving, but they were able to make a computerized like still picture of a girl that looked like it was real. Interesting. I read about that. Okay. Well, I'll be down for that because yeah. everything that even they tried to add some kind of realism, it just looks like a Pixar animated whatever, yeah. you know, and it kind of looks fucked up. You haven't seen Rogue One yet. Oh, I have not. I have not yet. That is a uh, very uncanny film. <laughs> <laughs> We get a little bit of Sawyer's backstory this episode. Mm. Mm, we find that he lost his parents because a con man stole his money. I remember uh, previously mm. someone proposed the idea that uh, because Sawyer lost his parents at eight, that makes him Batman. Yeah. Which, if that was the case, then he would hate lies. <laughs> I think it's kind of interesting. We get this one-on-one with Jack and Sawyer. And Sawyer, while well, he's telling him his... Uh, what happened to his family. He said, this happened last year and I could have stopped it, but he chooses not to mm-hmm. because one recurring theme that, that keeps on popping up in the, the show, another recurring theme is just uh, what's done is done or what happened happened. And Sawyer kind of lives by that philosophy now. And also I think it's unstated, but it's probably because of his love of Juliet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to change anything. Yeah. Exactly. That was the whole reason he was so adamant about J- uh jack yeah about jack, and jack. yeah but jack blowing up the island and making it so nothing ever happened i mean that sawyer and juliet never would have fallen in love and like that's all i got going on right now and you you want to blow that up with a <laughs> with a nuke yeah let's talk about that for a yeah. little bit there's this nuke whole someone's love well yeah we'll talk about their love right because there's this Previously, maybe we could imagine that at some point it might have been like a love triangle. With or a love show. rectangle. Yeah, 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 a rectangle. Like what this show does is this turns it into a rectangle or some love quadrangle or whatever. Where you Based have these- on what I've seen, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking it was is Jack and Sawyer competing for Kate's affection in very, like in season one. Mm-hmm. And then either at some point during that season or in the succeeding seasons, Jack actually gets together with Kate. But Sawyer still has feelings for her. And then Juliet has feelings for Sawyer. But she knows that he has feelings for Kate. And also, when Jack and Kate break up, then Sawyer and uh, Kate end up getting together. And Jack and Juliet see if maybe there's something <laughs> it's so messy that that's what i'm imagining happened yeah i don't I like know whether or not friends. that's true <laughs> Did the, yeah this e- probably... every long-running show <laughs> with an ensemble cast i feel like ends up having like multiple pairings yeah i don't know it, it's interesting because i remember at the time where the show was at its height 
there was a lot of that and then it felt very i remember a lot of a lot of different ones that were watching the show just felt like a lot of that shit was kind of shoehorned in Mm -hmm. where like it they it kinda, certainly felt shoehorned in in this episode. Right, yeah. right. Well, I mean, we're, from what we could see, it doesn't feel too natural. And it seems like it kind of gets in the way of what the plot's mm-hmm. supposed to be. Or, I actually uh, very angrily shouted out at one point when Jack and Kate stared longingly at each other <laughs> and didn't do anything. I was like, is there five seasons of this bullshit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, there's a there's a point where she's wiping blood off of his brow. I'm like, yo, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a hemophobe like i'm not not, really. not well not really but like uh, i wouldn't want to just be wiping blood off of somebody's brow with just my hand like i don't know where this doctor's been <laughs> or whose blood that is i think that's saeed's blood <laughs> that was a bunch of people's blood yeah. like everybody was super there was bloody. a lot of his blood though yeah because uh, he was not as bloody until sawyer started beating the shit no, out that's of right. him. Oh, he that's was taking like dirty lickings this in this episode i can also see why sawyer was so upset uh at the beginning of uh, next season because he knew that he could have stopped this from happening yeah or he wanted to believe that he could stop it from happening well he he was about to and then juliet's like hey don't kill him and he's like what but i really wanted to kill him right and that flies (laughs) in the face of his whole discussion that he had with jack Mm, right he's like i could have stopped my own parents from i could have stopped my parents death but I didn't. I chose to stay here on this island. I didn't jump on whatever sub he was talking about. But then, like, she just goes, I saw you look at her, which is so fucked up. <laughs> well, I don't know. From my perspective, it seems super fucked up yeah. that, like, uh, a glance is enough mm. for you to be like, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah. let's end this relationship that we've been engaged in for mm. a while because you looked at some woman. That's very, that seems very, like, uh, insecure. Yeah. yeah. Manipulative. And that, too, yes. Yeah, because, I mean, if you were hitting somebody and then she saw you look at some other girl, I was like, okay, we have to blow up our relationship with a nuclear weapon. <laughs> with a nuke. With a nuke. Huh. A nuke is in this episode, you guys. <laughs> a straight up mini nuke or whatever. No, hydrogen bombs is straight up nuke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a full on nuclear device. Like a hydrogen bomb is stronger than an atom bomb. Yeah. 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 Based on my limited knowledge of nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that was a strange turnabout. I mean, I mean, could you guys see? Could you see it from Juliet's perspective? Because I can't. Not the decision making of like, yeah, yeah, this is not going to work. You looked at her weird for a little bit. Insecurity. Yeah, I think. Yeah, lots of insecurity. You would chuck it up to that. Like, I mean, for the last like five years plus of her life, uh, she's been sort of playing second fiddle to mm. this other woman. Yeah, good point. Because we haven't seen that up until now. We just see her decision. That's right what now. I'm guessing. Yeah. Like, I'm making a lot of assumptions here. No, that that seems like, based on what we saw, that would that logic would work out if it were to come to be, you know? That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. you know what? I think, I think if I was dating someone and then she ran into her ex of, like, five years or something and then was making goo-goo eyes at him, in the moment, I would be very hurt by that. Yeah. And be like, oh, the thing we're going to do? No, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but- but the thing that you were going to do was, like, go to the movies. Yeah. The thing that they're going to do <laughs> is blow up time. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems like a strange thing to live leave up to the, or the rather whims of your emotions. not yeah. blow up time. Yeah. And then she's like, no, fine, blow it up. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. You go with that hussy. 
we get that sweet, sweet tackle this episode. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think it was coming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, either. The, the beginning did. of the fight was just punching each other in yeah. the face over and it over. Brutal face yeah. punching. Yeah, that was a... And then we get the tackle, and then uh, after the tackle, we get a kick to the balls and yeah. more face punching. Yeah, and right <laughs> as the tackle happened, all three of us had to stop what we were writing and then mark it out. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I missed the balls kicking part. I, I, I audibly heard you both go, oh, and then I was like, what did I miss? And then I there's just a, There's it only one thing that deserves a oh <laughs> in a choreographed fight scene, and that is a kick to the balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So we get that full-on ball kick action. Wait, who kicks whose balls in this episode? Sawyer kicks Jack's balls, right? <laughs> yeah. Because that's think... how Jack falls down and Sawyer gets on top of him and just starts punching him full-on in the face like Ed Norton in uh, Fight Club to um the joker jeez jared leto yeah holy crap just wanted to destroy something beautiful (laughs) (laughs) so we we saw the flashbacks where jacob is interacting with the various members of the cast Mm. by various members of the cast i mean jack and hurley and Locke. that's it because even though they established later on that uh, jacob met every single person that's on the island Mm -hmm. ever we only the get candidates. To, yeah. We only get to see these people. Mm. We get to see a moment of Jack's life where he's being chastised by his dad. He's just like, don't be mean to me, dad. Don't be mean to me in front of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what we see. I kind of, I really did dig that, that conversation between the father and son mm-hmm. in that instance. Because um, you, you could see how... Uh, Jack's dad, Christian, kind of flips it on him a little bit mm-hmm. in that in that argument, where he just goes like, "You made me, you know, you made, made me look, you made me look bad, yeah. and, and like I, I need people to have faith in me. And right. You made them have no faith in me." He's like, "Are they the ones who don't have any <laughs> faith in you?" It's like, take it easy, Jacob Junior, Jacob Senior. I don't know in what context you'd be the Jacob. Oh. Jack is usually short for John, I think. Jack is short for John? I believe so. Generally, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that fucking works because that's the exact same amount of letters. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. That's some dumb bullshit. Oh. That's yeah, that's strange. I've I never knew that until that's why uh they occasionally call JFK Jack Kennedy. No. Oh. Okay. Even though his name was John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Oh wow. Mm. That's why they call Jack Rabbits. They're actually John Rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, if you're a part of the sex industry, you're taking home some jacks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Going home with a jack, maybe. Yeah, that was actually a reverse one, because they started calling them jacks at first, and then <laughs> went and started calling them Johns afterwards to give it more respect. Yeah. I think I've... Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I might have gotten broken up with, and uh, there was a letter, a Dear Jack letter, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. And actually, uh, Michael Jackson and Magic Johnson are brothers. <laughs> no. Okay, that makes so much sense. That makes so much so much more sense. Those two were inseparable. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson and Michael Magic, <laughs> Magic Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's uh, that's how he put together the Showtime Lakers with uh. the moves that he learned being in the Jackson Six. Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. That's right. There were six of them until one of them said, "I don't want to dance and sing. I want to play basketball." <laughs> also, to contract HIV. <laughs> That was part of his plan. That was part of him leaving the Jackson 5. He's like, I got to let you guys know right now. I'm going to play basketball. I'm going to contract a very strange and ominous disease and outlive so many people <laughs> that have it. We're talking about Magic Johnson having yeah. HIV, you guys. Yeah. 
And also, and one of the other confusing uh, backstory scenes that we see, mm. other than Locke falling out a window with <laughs> no story whatsoever, <laughs> is we also get to see Hurley get released from jail, and he's telling people, oh, I have men with tranquilizer guns after me. Also, I killed three people. <laughs> yeah, that that cop could give a shit like that whole that whole interaction yeah. it's like here's your 237 dollars or 227 dollars 217 i believe oh, okay mm-hmm. and then like your free roll up guessing yeah he's just like <laughs> oh yeah I, I killed a bunch of people and yeah. he's like very good there's a cab station outside well he pulls out he said one ballpoint pen clicks it to make sure it works <laughs> and then gives it back to him but it doesn't count the money <laughs> he doesn't count the money I think we're I think we're supposed to just infer from that like the P the police department LAPD does not like giving out broken pens. Yeah. Um, but I'm really curious as to like who's after him. Mm. Who did he kill? Like how why is all of this happening? Because he's a lottery winner. Ah. Or is he? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Hurley hasn't won the lottery at all? I I don't know what is true in like both realities or mm. what was only true in the sideways reality because the way that they linger on wheelchair lock right makes it seem almost as if that was a new thing that wasn't true in the beginning right huh here's here's something and that, yeah. that's talking about the next episode unfortunately sorry no no that's i i, I get it kind of pens together but yeah, like it makes sense in this context yeah so when we think about in that flash sideways like jack was still a spinal surgeon kate was still a murderer sawyer was a cop i don't he didn't seem like a cop in, the, in this one yeah he i guess that's what he wanted right that's right. what we landed on yeah it, so it's like yeah wh- which who's got what jobs uh, it doesn't necessarily tie into reality so i mean that miles long to be like the second right hand man of a cop or he wanted to be in a buddy cop duo don't you want to be in a buddy cop duo? <laughs> i do all right all right you sold me that was instantaneous miles you got it you got the right ideas which, which one do you want to be though i want to be like the buttoned up one the one that's mm. very conservative and that's not you, a loose you want to be the i'm too old for this shit yeah <laughs> i would love to be the i'm too old for this yeah. shit guy I'm going to be a tight cannon. <laughs> I like, I'll get the job done, but I'm doing it by the book, you guys. <laughs> I just think it's great that uh, the Lethal Weapon TV series has Damon Wayans Jr. playing uh, the I'm too old for this shit role. How old is Damon Wayans right now? Because he still looks like he did in like Bulletproof like 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damon Wayans Jr. Is the I'm too old for this shit guy. Wait, Damien Wayne Jr., the new girl guy. I'm pretty sure that that's Damien Wayne Jr. in the new Lethal Weapon. What? Oh, I thought it was the old Damien Wayne's that was in it. I Mark. don't know. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> I think they really missed an opportunity by not having Donald Glover do it. Yeah, like that could have <laughs> worked out so kind of mildly well. You mean Danny Glover's son? Yeah. Good old Donald Glover. Danny Glover and his son, Donnie Glover. But yeah, while, while, while Chad's doing some research on that, mm. what was which, which, what I found kind of odd was that like um, like Hugo kept on offering up this information to everybody. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I killed like a bunch of people or people yeah. are coming after me. And he gets to the cab, doesn't know who he's sitting next to, a guy sitting in there yeah. with a guitar case. And he's all like, you're yeah, right. I it's OG Damon Wayans. It is OG? Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Well, that makes a lot. 
Yeah, that makes that makes more, more sense, sense than if they put the younger Damon Wayans in there. Yeah, yeah. So my point is wrong and moot. <laughs> oh. We'll cut all of that out. <laughs> There's um. No, you won't. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs> you didn't need to embarrass me in front of my friends. <laughs> Wish young Damon Wayans Jr. was here. Hmm. He would get my back. No, yeah. So he just he so Hurley's just volunteering this information to everybody that he comes in contact no. with. Like, I just killed a bunch of people. Like, really, dude? You really just killed a bunch of people? Like, they're having this conversation, Jacob and Hurley, in this mm. cab where he's talking about killing people. He's talking about talking to ghosts. He's talking about hearing ghosts. Whether this be whether this would be a blessing or a curse. And there's like a taxi cab driver that can probably hear all of this shit right in the front seat. Right. He's just hearing these two guys go off. Like, oh shit, this is. <laughs> need to get these guys out of my cab before they straight up knife me in my neck. Really thinks that he's talking to a dead guy at one point. Yeah. 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 It's weird that Jacob, he goes to see Jack at his first surgery. And he sees Locke after he falls out of a window when he's, he's a younger man with hair. And when he goes to see Hurley, it's to give him this guitar. The guitar he brings with him back to the island. So this is after the initial time that he goes to the island. So it's like Jacob waited a while to go talk to Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Hurley, from what we saw, Hurley had already been on the island and then only met Jacob after leaving the island, whereas the others have seen him before, you yeah. know, according to that, that time That's logic. new information. Is I that just it? got new information. No, because when, he, when Hurley shows the guitar case to the the people at the temple, he's like, oh, Jacob gave this to me. And then, I guess he never said when. And that was yeah, bad. like that could have that been like, He's been carrying the guitar case since season one. No, oh, yeah, my bad. Oh, I just assumed that we all knew that he had it with him when he came, but I guess we didn't. My bad. Yeah, you it's get, fine. You I... get to spoil one thing for me on the season when we're covering a show for me. <laughs> we just uh, start keeping track of these. Yeah, so we also get a little bit of a glimpse of our tortured hero, which is Saeed. Mm. Saeed always seems like there's he's just I'm just not good enough for this world. <laughs> but he's he's in that state here in the fifth season. Like he still kinda carries that that brooding I'm a brooding hero thing, which is fine. It's just a weird archetype though, because it kinda got a little stale in, in the sixth season from what we've seen. From well, I don't know, from what I thought. Yeah. Like, do we want to just see a dude be tortured the whole season? Just, I've got problems, guys. So many problems. I don't deserve a good life. His, but maybe that was just... His character arc in the sixth season, though, was, Ah, oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm not dead. Am I evil? I don't have feelings. Oh, I'm going to carry the bomb. Yeah, pretty much. That was everything that we saw yeah. of him. Island Saeed, anyway. Because, I mean, he's dying here in the last episode of season five. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they were they told him, oh yeah, we're gonna kill your character off here in season five, and then they did, for some reason he came back for season six, and they're like, oh, what are we gonna do with this guy? <laughs> we'll give him these Let's three. Drawn him back to life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That seemed very strange. It seemed like yeah, they, that was like almost an afterthought. Like oh, we'll keep him around, I guess. Or like he <laughs> here. What about this? What mm. if the actor who plays Saeed had gotten like maybe some kind of weird secret blackmail on some of the showrunners and he just went like, yo, I don't have anything lined up. That movie I did flopped, so we gotta I gotta come back for six. <laughs> like, okay, but we're we're not gonna give your character any feelings. <laughs> He's like, that's great. I don't want any feelings. I wanna hang out on my trailer for the most part. Smoke some weed. Bring me on set when you need me to like be brooding and whatnot. <laughs> and then we'll call it a day. Yeah, that's why he didn't emote so much in season six. He was just stoned. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, man. There's one thing that uh, really bothered me watching this episode. I feel like it's going to be a problem for me from here on in. Mm. In season six, they have the two realities. They have the real, quote-unquote, real reality Mm -hmm. and the sideways reality. It's real easy to tell the difference between the two. Because one of them is happening in the fucking island. And the other one is happening in Honolulu pretending to be uh, L.A. Right. In this... They're in two different time periods. <laughs> one is 1977. The other one is 2007? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell the difference by... You can't tell the difference because they're in the same place in different time periods. <laughs> what, you, and that, the jungle does not have any time signifiers. <laughs> it's not like you're like, well, that tree's got that weird 70s deco architecture. <laughs> or, oh, that bush has... Bell bottoms off. <laughs> well, this yeah. explains why all the others we saw at the temple and everything look like hippies, right? Right, right. Like mm-hmm. that long hair. There's just a long... A lot of beads. Yeah. And that was in 2007. <laughs> They've just been hippies for a long time. <laughs> Kate was just wearing those bell bottoms in 2007, went back in time and just said to, you know, keep it. She's like, oh, that's, that's perfect. I fit right in here. Hmm. There is a book that Jacob was reading outside of that scene where Locke kind of falls to his death or lands outside or whatever. Mm. The book is called Everything That Rises Must Converge. And it had some kind of note on it. Something, the book kind of just covers the general chaos, right? Of people kind of interacting together Mm. and the ideas and thoughts of religion and how religion plays a role out in people's lives, which is kind of interesting. But I don't know. But I don't know if I could, if there's any way to fit that into what we saw. It's... Yeah, well, I think... All the stuff converging. Yeah. The point of convergence for every every uh, candidate, as we saw later, is Jacob. Like, he's met all of them. Hmm. The island is a point of convergence for all those people. Oh, good point. Like, the entire show is about convergences, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that... that that works. That works out for me. Or it works out for you. Other things yeah. that we wanted to try and decode during mm. this, there is uh, when the bodyguards show up to the statue foot, Yeah. Uh, one of them asks to speak to Ricardus in order to try and prove that he is actually Ricardus. She asked him a question that needed to be answered in Latin. And the answer was, David, this is the part where you should totally just stop in the line. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't remember how to pronounce this, but I think it says Ila Casey No Somnus Servabit. Servabit. Quasi? Quasi? Quasi. I don't remember what the second Quasi. That's K or it's Key. Like, oh, that's a Q U I? Yeah, I think it was. I believe Q U I is who in that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's like who, or like the one that does something is what I think it is. So. Uh, I believe Omnis is all. Yeah. So it's someone who serves all. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Someone who serves all. I don't know what Illa is. Like he uh, or it, probably. He it's who. Wait. Uh, and what about Nos? Is that Ooh. just like a the kind of thing? It could be. Or does it? Or is it like knows? Like no. Mm. Like who doesn't serve all? Ooh. Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, because that that. That could be like our, uh, you know, that Twilight Zone episode yeah. where it's like to serve man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a cookbook? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, just... actually, no. This is more like the Simpsons ep- <laughs> Treehouse Horror episode <laughs> that, uh, uh, that parodied that because it's uh, 
We keep adding on words to change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep blowing the dust off, finding more words. That's too, that's great. Mm. Everything I know about the Twilight Zone, I've learned from The Simpsons. <laughs> Everything I know about The Simpsons, I've learned alternately <laughs> from The Twilight Zone, which is very strange. Nah, but yeah, I, wait, so the translation we're speculating on is to serve. What, what is in the shadow of the statue? Uh, he who serves all. Oh, interesting. So, he who serves all. So, it's not he that garners servitude, right? So, that means that Jacob is a... Mm, he who they all serve? Yeah, maybe the gnos is like like you guys. You he guys who serve. we serve. Yeah. Because uh, uh, nosotros is we in yeah. Spanish. Huh. Wait, so... Yeah. Based on that, do you think that people are serving Jacob or Jacob is serving these people? No, oh, that's that's the big question. Yeah. Uh, is there a translation on the lost wiki? Looking for it. Okay. But I mean, it would make sense for those two, Jacob's bodyguard and Ricardus, to say that it's the person that they serve. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But it's kind of a dick thing for Jacob to tell people that. That he's serving them? Yeah, he should be telling them that he serves them. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like, well... It's he's... almost like Jacob isn't a good Christ figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is an intro- that is kind of strange. Yeah, because Jacob is supposed to be fulfilling this Christ role, right? Throughout the show and within the series from what we've seen here. Is he? Supposedly, but he's not doing a good job of it. Not to me, anyway. Well, you know, he's doing exactly what we've come to expect of religion. uh, Commitment, Mm. you know, based on things that you have not yet seen. He died for our sins, though. Jacob did? Yeah. Did he die for our sins? Because it (laughs) it seemed like he just died because Ben uh, felt like uh, no one liked him or what do you, like he wasn't worth it what do you think jacob's death accomplishes in the show and we've already seen the end but like from this stamp this vantage point of what we see like what does jacob's death accomplish for the show well it allows the smoke monster to not have the, the guy that uh, is trying to stop him yeah it's just hmm. part of his plan oh okay i see yeah that makes sense so in latin that means he who will save us all Oh, oh. Yeah, that's the word that we weren't getting right. We got everything else, so that's good. Oh, sweet. Okay. That was perfect. That was like, what, yeah. 90%? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that we did better than the crew of the Event Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, every time I think of that movie, I always think about the shortest point between two points is zero. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> there's a scene in there. If you guys haven't seen Event Horizon... You guys should watch it. It's fucking great, dude. Do you love it? Yeah. Oh, I totally hate it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know it's weird, but I just, I get it. I, I just watched it recently, like on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it was, it was I just said like, I don't watch something scary. And it was fun. Like the concept mm. is fun. Like scary ship, you know, but yeah. I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Maybe it's just mm. my thing, I guess. But what did you love about it? The fact that, like, they just keep finding out little bits more and more. And every time they find out more stuff, it just gets weirder and creepier. Yeah. Like, it, it's a horror movie that I feel like really does well with building atmosphere. Mm, yeah. Not that just I, jump I can, scaring. Yeah. No. Although I, they do have jump scares. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I, did like, I did like it for that. Like, I don't think it was a terrible movie. But I just, I didn't, for some reason, I just couldn't get on board with what it was selling, I guess. Mm. I also don't really care for horror movies that much. Generally. Yeah? Yeah. Just in general? Yeah. I see. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love horror films. Like, I can watch, like, scary movies all day, but it, I'm kind of fucked up, though. <laughs> it, I like scary movies that uh, are 
more like that where it's about the atmosphere and building tension and then slowly revealing stuff to an audience rather than uh, having like this thing that's just wandering around and killing things. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I get that. I, I totally I can't be on board with that yeah. for sure. I just don't like ghost movies because they don't have any rules so they mm. can just do anything except all they really do is sneak around behind you like and show up in mirrors yeah. and stuff. If you can just, if you have the power to instantly murder death kill somebody yeah. like why would you need to sneak around about it mm-hmm. you don't have to pop out of my tv just yeah. just just come right up not even that just the parts where it's like oh i'm just gonna scare you by making a wall bleed or something yeah and then but nothing's actually happening yeah the only good yeah. ghost movie is the ones with patrick swayze and Whoopi gold yeah <laughs> the the third sister act movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was uh, back in the sister habit act again three the holy ghost <laughs> <laughs> that's such a better title i love mm. that one Distract Wasn't Back Trinity. in the Habit again uh, <laughs> the title of the second one? I think it was just Back in the Habit. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was like Sister Act, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, Sister Act 3. We've, you know, we haven't really given any thought to this. It's going to yeah. be Back in the Habit for a third time. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I know we're kind of jumping around here, but fuck it. There's, uh, there's that section where, where Sawyer tells Juliet, like, oh, you know, homeboy's running off by himself jack and he's probably gonna get killed and she kind of replies to him yeah live together die alone which means mm. it's just pretty much her inferring that yeah i don't care about jack like but i don't know whether we should believe that as an audience but at this point what we can see is like yeah i thought live together die alone means that's your two choices that you have yeah it, it that those words pop up on the show wait have we heard that already like, uh, that's the first time we've heard it but hey do you think live together die alone means if we live together, we'll die alone. <laughs> I think. I um, thought it's like an A or B thing. Like an like an like, A or B. Like A, a live together. Oh, an or, a or B, B mm-hmm. die alone. But if you choose not to live together, you'll die alone. Right. Yeah. Or is it if A then B? Well, I think it's just. I believe that it's just. It's it's. Yeah, you live together and then you die alone. Sure. But oh, it's two separate thoughts. It's two separate... Well, I don't know. I think it's two separate things. But at this point, it's almost like she kind of just went with... But it seemed like there was a coldness to hers. Like, mm. where she was like, I'm not looking at anybody else with googly eyes. Nah. That was like her... That was the import of, mm. of that line, maybe. But I don't know. It could just be yeah, a choice. It, it makes sense for Juliet because she's like, live together, die alone. So together, alive, they all and went and fought there. And then she died alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, she did die alone at the bottom of that thing. No, no, no she did. Oh, no, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't die alone. Yeah, because well, they find her in the future. Uh, based on the way that <laughs> this episode made it look with her activating a hydrogen bomb. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, she doesn't she doesn't die alone as in by herself in the... Sixth in that, season? In that hole. But she's the only one of them that dies. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's true. Live together, die alone. Yeah. So, it's yeah. It's two, it's two steps. Step There's... one, live together. <laughs> step two, die alone. Wait, no, so... not even two steps. Two separate things. Two separate things, right? All right, it's yeah. Just, yeah, you live together and then, yeah, you die alone. It's like the choice, live free or die hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all want to live free. Yeah, it's live free and die hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, there you go. It's like we all live free and we all die hard. There's, uh, towards the end when we're seeing this this final epic season five finale battle happening between what looks like our group of poten- of candidates that so we don't know that are that are candidates yet but mm. they're the original island group versus the others they um those guys are packing heat and like 
our guys yeah. are straight up murdering people in this episode. People are getting shot Juliet, and killed. Juliet hops out of the van, shoots a guy in the back, and all he had was a water hose. <laughs> Holy crap. Yes, that's yeah. true. Also, uh, speaking of the gunfight, one thing that I noticed is the only people that were scoring hits with guns mm. were the ones that were shooting handguns. Yeah. Like, no one with rifles seemed to know how to fucking aim them. Yeah. Which re- we also see later in the show when uh, Kate is carrying around a oh, rifle. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and she's not able to shoot correctly. What's her name? Claire. Also not great at shooting. <laughs> it's like, they rifles are more accurate than handguns. Yeah. yeah. Well, would you be surprised to find out that on the island, guns work backwards? It would surprise me that they actually said that. <laughs> would it surprise you that all the guns that they use have to be from the 1970s? No, that wouldn't they surprise work. me at all. Huh. <laughs> so during this gun battle, all this stuff is happening. People are shooting each other. But I don't know if this is like it's because it's a it's a Disney thing or mm. because it's being sh- it's being shown like on at prime time on like a major network like abc but there's a point where one of the characters red zinski i guess is mm. his name was um they see jack coming towards him with a nuclear bomb in his backpack <laughs> and then he keeps on saying like he's looking at all the guys with guns and he's like get him and then there's like a bunch of lines of them saying get him get him get him like don't you mean shoot him in the fucking face <laughs> shoot that guy in the fucking neck please like there's no there's no shoot this guy it's just get him Get them with our guns that have bullets. Yeah. Just get them. That's because there's not enough time to explain exactly what to do. <laughs> like, I think get them lets everyone with guns know what you mean. That's but, very but Obama-esque. There, there is a way that takes the exact same amount of time that gets across the point that AJ wants. Mm. If instead of saying get him, he says, kill him. Yeah. yeah. Kill him. Shoot him. Yeah. Shoot him. Kill him. Fuck him up. Like, you can't. I no, guess. Fuck him up is longer. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, fuck him up is longer. I guess they couldn't do that. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> do you think they could have said that on an ABC show at like eight at night? You know, like, kill this man or kill a human being? Because, like, there's kids watching. So you have to, like, sub it for get him. Because, like, everybody knows what the import of that is. Go kill Ooh, that dude. Get him. Yeah, I mean, Sawyer. <laughs> In the next episode, straight up says, I'm, I'm going to kill you to Jack, to his face. That's true. Yeah. Not just to his face. But not so with a he gun. Also, he also uh, mentions to true. Kate, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. With my bare fist, <laughs> like <laughs> men do. Because like, then you could like get around that for the kitties that are watching the show, yeah. right? Okay, like, so you just think that it's an anti-gun thing. I think so. I think so. Because all these dudes, all of them have guns. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them, well, most of them. Except for the guy with the water hose. Hmm. But like everybody has guns, you know? Like so, so can you, you shoot this dude? You heard it here fo- first, folks. ABC is anti-gun. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to keep your Second Amendment rights, stop watching ABC shows <laughs> like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... Powerless. Powerless. Yeah. How many guns are in Powerless this season? Not any. Like zero, I think. Yeah, yeah they've been phasing guns out of, out of their programming ever since Lost. Yeah, <laughs> they they do have uh, that chick from the Middleman. Did you ever watch that show? No. Did you ever no. watch it? Oh, it's great. It's based off like some weird indie comic book. Uh, but anyway, uh, Natalie Morales, uh, she's gonna be fire in the episode that's gonna be airing this week, about two weeks ago. Yeah, to weeks those ago. of you listening, Beatrice <laughs> <laughs> Dacosca. Interesting. All right, so they're there at the uh, they're drilling in that hole. And he keeps saying they're going to hit this pocket, and they hit the pocket, and then 
The pocket of electromagnetism. Ah, that was my question. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so that was right because we've seen we've seen that same digging going on in the sixth season with the man in black, and mm-hmm. he joins that village of whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's that's exactly how uh, uh, geology works and electromagnetism. You just yeah. gotta dig for it. Yeah, you yeah. dig for it, and eventually you hit a pocket of it <laughs> where it's just like oh, all of the electromagnetism—it's all concentrated. Right over here, yeah. in this in this area, and it's been compressed over the years. <laughs> it's compressed electromagnetism. I bet you there's like a geophysicist or somebody that could explain that and like it not be dumb. They but have a geophysicist on the sixth season, and all right. she does is uh, tase people. And say, I'm a geophysicist, <laughs> not a something else. Yeah, son, God damn it! Like, why couldn't not Tina Fey just explain to us like why why what is happening with the Earth? Like, I can understand I the idea of just, like, this area has strong electromagnetic activity, sure. but a pocket of it <laughs> is a really weird term. And also, you don't just drill into it and all of a sudden the electromagnetism is loose. It's like O.J. Simpson, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the juice. Yeah. Like, that. that's what happened with everything in that in that area. Like, it all just got dumped into the back of a white Bronco yeah, and driven down the hole. <laughs> It's not a goddamn oil field where like there's just an oil, you know, there's not oil spurting out of the out of the air. I drink all your electromagnetism. <laughs> you have a milkshake and I have a milkshake and I have a straw. I drink your electromagnetism. <laughs> that is basically Desmond and um, Whitmore's relationship is there will be blood. <laughs> Yeah, so Desmond is the uh, church preacher in that context. I never saw that movie. (laughs) There's so many bullets and things. And then besides bullets whipping around, there's like metal shit flying all over the place. We have Mm. like rods and tools and stuff. And Jack is just kind of standing there. He gets hit in the back of the head with like a toolbox. Yeah. And the only thing that I wrote down was, nigga, get down. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Get down. Why are you standing? Get down. Fall on your face, (laughs) sir. There is metal flying. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah phil phil dies the guy that he's like the head of security or whatever he fights sawyer and gets knocked down and then like the scaffolding falls over you're like oh he's getting crushed by scaffolding but no because it's got a big empty spot in the middle so it just falls down around him and then a bunch of iron rods get shot through his body yeah that's gotta suck yeah. that's got he's had like that that actor they they chose for phil this is our first time seeing him and i don't remember him much but like that's he must have been a real asshole, like up until this point, <laughs> where like maybe the audience felt like super satisfied because we're watching him, like oh Phil died, but like in reality, people would be like, yeah, fuck that dude, Phil. We yeah. also get to meet Miles' dad. Oh yeah, yeah. we met him before in the sideways reality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we see we him. Never, on... We never met him as as a young man in the prime of his life, yeah. alongside his son, which is also a young man in the prime of his life, which is so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Time travel. Nineteen-seventies, oh. pretty groovy stuff. I know that you guys aren't going to answer or explain this, but <laughs> something that I would like to know, and I'm going to be watching for, is why some of them had their name written on their jumpsuit, mm. and some of them had what is definitely not their name. What name did you see? Jack. Okay. Jack had Jack on his. Uh, yeah. on, on Jack his. Workman. Yeah. Uh, Lafleur. Lafleur. I believe, if I recall correctly, is not Sawyer's name, <laughs> but it is the name of the security guard from Mallrats. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I did I, not know that. I highly doubt <laughs> that that, that is the reference, reference they were making. <laughs> 
but that's the reference that I got from it. <laughs> it Lafleur is the guy with the hat in Wallrats. Lafleur, this is not this is not the first time we've heard it in our watching since we've been watching it backwards. That that Sawyer centric episode in season six. That's the code that he uses to summon the cops. Oh after yeah, he's done yeah, having yeah. werewolf sex with that other lady mm-hmm. or whatever. Man. Makers of Lost really love Mallrats. <laughs> <laughs> There's like I don't know if you noticed, but Kevin Smith pops up so many times in this. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm fucking around. There's the There's the psychic that you'll see like two episodes from now. She's got three nipples, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's talking about like a uh, Superman fighting a giant spider. <laughs> Stan Lee shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping maybe we could talk a little bit about that scene with Ben and Jacob mm. in, in the foot of the statue. What did you guys make of this scene? Oh, Ben's very upset. Also, Ben stabs awkwardly. <laughs> Not yeah. as awkwardly as he runs. No. Yeah. He's just, well, I think we're learning he's just an awkward man in general. Yeah, he's not a real physical guy. <laughs> it's really sad to see him just basically go up to Jacob and be like, why don't I matter? Yeah. Yeah. And Jacob was a real dick about that. Yeah. I don't remember what the exact line was, but... Oh, yeah, he says, well, what about me? And Jacob says, what about you? Yeah. All he had to do was say something nice. Yeah. And he probably wouldn't have gotten fucking stabbed to death. <laughs> yeah. But stupid monkey face is just like, what about you? Yeah. You, you know loser. what? On the first viewing, like, watching that, I, I remember thinking the same thing. Like, oh, that's a super dick move. I don't know. Afterwards, though, thinking about it. This whole scene is almost just like maybe what someone that might have fallen out of faith with whatever type of religion that they previously mm. were concerned with. This is the kind of questions that come up and they kind of address it in this episode. Mm. Whereas, I've lived yeah. my entire life by the word that you gave yeah, me. Yeah, I've uh, served you. Like, I've served you faithfully. Mm. Like, I haven't seen you. They, you know, I never questioned it. I just did what I was supposed to do. Like, I got all your messages from, from Richard. I didn't even see you directly. And every time I asked... I don't get to see you. And then now, like, here comes in this other dude and he gets to see you. What's up with that? Like, which is, I think, something that maybe not everyone has, but I think a lot of people that struggle with an idea of faith or whatever faith they might have been a part of. Even, even like, not having faith, because I grew up as an atheist. Mm. Uh, I did end up going to church for a number of years, though, mm. but I grew up atheist. I still identify as basically agnostic, but just life in general i think that all of us have had moments where we're just like we've tried to be good people we've Mm. tried to do right and we see other people who we feel like are shitty fucking human beings and all all this good stuff is happening to them right you just want to say well what about me right and that's and then we get we get that in Ben, in this episode, we get to see he's like our uh, the surrogate for the person that might feel jaded or maybe um, like their faith wasn't paid off or whatever. Uh, it's interesting though because it felt a little bit more hopeful about the scene. Well, not so much for Ben. And like on on the cursory glance, it just seems like you know like Jacob's being a total dick. Like, yeah, hey, what about you? But in this case, you could see like all these, all the movements, maybe you can call it manipulation, maybe you can call it divine intervention, where Jacob is moving all these puzzle pieces and he's putting all these people on all these things and he's not giving them the full picture. And we kind of see that with religion in general, where people don't get a full picture and that's where the whole idea of faith comes in because it's no. things that you haven't seen. But like where he says, yeah, what about me? 
And he's like, yeah, what about you? Because it's at this point, maybe Jacob is thinking big picture. Maybe it's not about Ben. It's mm-hmm. maybe about something more. It's about the fate of the world. It's about mm. the fate of the world ending. You know, if this evil gets uncorked and mm-hmm. comes out, like how you kind of mentioned yeah. in that season six where he was kind of using that that wine bottle as like as a metaphor with Richard. This goes beyond any kind of thing. So it kind of ties it back to like a bigger picture thing that maybe not all these people or all these candidates can see, but they kind of have to just blindly trust it or maybe have like a faith that's proved somehow, you know? So they kind of have to go through these, go through all this stuff, but you know, they might not have a full understanding of the picture, but I don't know. I just thought that was a kind of an interesting conversation to, to see happen in that scene. Or maybe Ben had maybe a myopic look or like, mm. yeah, this is kind of about me. Like, I have served you. Like, where's my reward, yeah. you know? And he's not wrong for feeling that way, I don't mm-hmm. think. Wow. But then it also, it shows that myopic point of view doesn't serve the greater good or doesn't serve humanity in general. In general, And that's that might have been what Jacob was asking. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just shut up and keep doing stuff, yeah. and everything will be fine. Yeah, you might like, not ever get anything you want, but things aren't gonna suck. Because like, if Ben was a grateful person, you know, mm-hmm. he might have been grateful or shown some gratitude for the life that he had lived up until that point. Maybe, right. maybe he didn't meet Jacob, mm-hmm. but he did. He did have the privilege of of leading these people, these others, or whatever, for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and that in itself is kind of a privilege, sort of. Yeah. Like you know, you're like you're you're the guy, you're you're God's guy, you know. Yeah. Or in this case, case you're Jacob's guy, mm-hmm. and Jacob set it up that way. Or you can speak to my messenger or my angel. In this case, it's <laughs> Richard, but you're not going to talk to me directly. And that's kind of what we see in a lot of religion too you know like or god a lot of ways didn't directly speak to his people he kind of relayed messages on by angels or you know or whatever you know that kind of thing but then it's it, it's easy to kind of fall into that idea of like everybody's getting something but me but mm-hmm. in reality maybe you're doing a lot of good but you just don't know it you know mm-hmm. and a lot mm-hmm. of times like you have a lot of good things going on, but you just can't see it because, you know, grass is always greener kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Good old Ben with the stabby stabby. I would have went yeah. up into his chest. He kind of like came downwards. Yeah, but is, that not, really gave... Not only did he come downwards, he came downwards at an angle where it's <laughs> yeah. like it really should have mostly sort of bounced. Yeah. Like those are not like internal organ stabbies. No. Those were just like tear up your chest stabbies. Yeah, pretty. Pretty much, like he didn't like unless he like lung sh- lung stabbed him or something. Yeah, he had a he had a, been real lucky to get like in between the ribs. Yeah, he had kind of just skipped along the front of the ribs. We have the information and that uh, what happens after the fact. I think it was was Miles. Miles was talking to Ben. He said mm-hmm. like, yeah. He said up until that point where you stabbed him, like he was hoping that he was wrong about you. That was his mm-hmm. last thoughts. Like he was mm-hmm. hoping that Ben wouldn't do it, which shows a lot. And that that the the I know we haven't even touched on this, and we're kind of going into overtime already. But the idea of free will kind of plays a part in this episode too, mm-hmm. between the Smoke Monster and and uh, Jacob and them having this piece to manipulate. You know, which is Ben in this case. Ben just becomes this chess piece for these two opposing forces to try and manipulate to their end. Or maybe not. Maybe just the smoke monster is trying to manipulate something to his end where Jacob is trying to... Is trying to He's trying know. to manipulate the big picture. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and in this case, Ben is maybe a cog in this bigger mm-hmm. machine. And that's something that could have been grateful for, but he started exhibiting signs of, this is something that I should have. What's the word for that? Yeah. 
Covetousness? Covetousness. <laughs> that could be one, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's that seems like a religious enough word. Yeah, that's sure. That's a good religious word. I think entitlement is another word. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Something that is all too common in the world that we live in now. <laughs> you know, a lot of people feel entitled to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm speaking 100% from my perspective of that, like, I try and do good stuff, and I see other people getting better things than me, and it sure. gets me upset. That's why it's just like, huh. Since, since you pointed out the religious aspect of it, it's just like, you know, it does make that scene feel very different. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you totally. And I feel that way sometimes, too, you know, where, like, you kind of like, oh, why, what is, you know, why am I not getting what the other person is getting? And it's kind of fun to, to think that maybe it's not about that. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe you could still have a measure of contentment and happiness, mm-hmm. you know, outside of, I guess, that measuring where you're trying to measure up or you're trying to outdo someone or yeah. whatever. Because you kind of see Jacob has all these abilities and, and talents and whatever on the island. A lot of it seems like he, a lot of manipulation where he's not, not manipulation, but him trying to work within this bigger framework maybe something bigger than them in this case maybe the existence or survival of life on the planet or yeah. you know existence of man on the planet well i feel like if he had just told people that <laughs> they would have been on board with what he was doing right it's like hey, i've got these magical powers and i need you to you know help me keep the smoke monster guy here <laughs> and you know don't stab me in the chest awkwardly yeah. don't stab me in the chest in a weird angle coming at me from the top but it's kind of bent a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess that's the point that they're trying to draw with religion too, right? Because Jacob should have mm. should have told them that. But then at that point, maybe their servitude wouldn't be worth as much. But for who and to what yeah. end? Yeah, like, what was his goal? Yeah, like, because that's, that's the whole idea with maybe Christianity too. If mm. you look at that specific religion, it's just serve me faithfully. Don't ask questions. Or, you know, if you're going to ask questions, ask the right ones. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what's God getting out of that deal? Yeah. He's getting servitude, but willful service, uh. I guess. I don't know. He's getting willful <laughs> service, blind willful service, which is terrible in its own way. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. If you think about it in, in that context, like, I would want somebody to know what they're serving me for, you know, and mm. what the point of this is, as opposed to like not having any of that. So if you've got um, thoughts on the meaning of life, <laughs> tweet us at what bro pod or check out our Facebook at what bro pod on Facebook or send us an email. What's up with that bro podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me online on Twitter at anievis 3 it's A-N-I-E-V-E-S-003 on Twitter. You can look up my website at negative one, that's negative O-N-E dot net. And also, if you would like to find me in real life, you can actually come out to Hawaiian Brian's on June 8th, because I'm going to be running a comedy show there. That's right, bitches. I'm promoting again. Yeah, a live comedy show. Ow! Nice. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at uh, DKJ Comedy. Before we uh, sign off, Chad, real quick, what do you think is going to happen in the next episode? Uh, I think that uh, Saeed's going to get shot. And I think that they're going to... Yeah, that's the only thing I can oh. guess is going to happen. Other, uh, just wild, random shit that I can think of. They're going to... Build a hydrogen bomb. <laughs> <laughs> they build it on island mm-hmm. with, you know, everything that they could find. Out I think I coconuts. saw, yeah, I think I saw coconuts on yeah. that nuclear bomb. 
I think they're going to go to the White Rock, <laughs> which is a much newer ship that's been crashed in the middle of the jungle where they're able to get snooky their bombs out of there. <laughs> yeah. So there's the Black Rock, nuclear. Dynamite, Nuclear. 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 Okay, so, so like and subscribe on uh, iTunes and Stitcher and give us a review. Yeah. That helps people find the show and we really appreciate it. And we'll give you a shout out and everything. Please. We want to appreciate you. Yeah. We want to appreciate you guys so much. But you got to appreciate, wanna appreciate us first. you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> we want to appreciate you guys. We want to appreciate your brains out, basically. We want to appreciate you all night long. Yeah. We want to appreciate you without a condom. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, David? Uh, like bareback. You want to do some bareback <laughs> appreciation? <laughs> I want. To spray my appreciation <laughs> in all of our listeners' face. And then just have you wait for a moment while the camera... We're going too deep into it. Anyway, guys, we appreciate you. Yeah. We uh, appreciate you. We respect you We'll so respect much. you tomorrow morning, too. Oh. Yeah. We'll respect you as soon as the deed is done. And that is the deed of appreciation. <laughs> want to appreciate okay. you in your butt. <laughs> oh, I, I just want... To let you appreciate me orally, <laughs> in in your mouth. Let me ap- just appreciate. Just let me appreciate Swallow in your mouth. Swallow my appreciation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs>